Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to episode three of the Listen Clearly podcast. We are three episodes in and going strong. I am Stacy, your host, and I am joined tonight by the lovely Miss LJ here, and we're going to be talking about walking in abundance. Hello, Miss LJ. Hey, honey. How you You're doing? You're looking mighty beautiful. Oh, bless you. You know, I, so you. I've been wearing, you know, different outfits. This is episode three. So today I said, you know, I'm going to dress down. I want to look young. And right? you come in and you're just looking beautiful with your purple and side hair do. How's it going? Going well, going well. You know, I actually said to myself, I was like, I should go comfortable, but I don't know what you're going to wear. Right. So knowing how you show up to events, yes. I'm going to show up to events yes. the same way. I definitely tried something different today, but hey, we're here and yeah, we're going to have an excellent conversation. Again, this is episode three of Listen Clearly. We're talking about walking in abundance. Um, but before that, I always ask warm-up questions. So yeah. the first question I have for you is, what's your zodiac sign? What's my zodiac? Oh, should I tell you guys? Yes. I am a Gemini, mm. right? Okay. I am a twin, yes. Okay, when's your birthday? June 7th. Okay, okay, my favorite music artist is... We won't even say his name because my <laughs> listeners know, they know who it is, but his birthday is June 8th. So yes. you're a true Gemini. I am official. They say, I'm a Libra. They say Libras and Geminis go well. Very compatible. Okay. Very right. compatible. So we're going to be forever friends? Forever. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? We started off great. We the did. Yeah, we, we hit did. it off the first time that we met. We did. And you have the type of energy where even if I don't see you every day, it's like, right. back like consistency. Yeah. yeah. So I like that. I love it. And what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, God, when I grow up, hopefully in the next five years, when I grow up, like when I hit 50, right? Um, Look at 20. <laughs> praise God. Um, God, I just want to, I, I don't want to miss my mark. I want to make sure that I'm walking in my purpose and my calling. So right now I'm staying consistent in doing that. So I think I'm fully grown. Okay. Right. But okay. Uh, when I get 50. It's going to be on Yeah, and it's on and okay, popping. I understand. All right. All right. And you are definitely goals. Like not just looks. Oh, bless you. But even just. How you carry yourself. We're going to get into that, yeah. but I want to give you your flowers right thank now. You, I mean, honey. you are gold, so I just want to thank share you, thank that you, with thank you. you. So, again, for the listeners, we're talking about walking in abundance. Um, that's a buzzword now. Everybody wants yeah. to be abundant and manifest, right? And yeah. just live on purpose. They have this, uh, excuse me, mom and aunties and uh, other people, but they have this uh, popular meme out that's like, Think it big, bitch. Think big. Bitch, right. you think, think it's too big, small, bitch. right? So right. everybody's on the wave of, I want everything, you know, that I ever dreamed and desired. Yeah. Right? So before we get into that, I want to share uh, some facts. Firstly, Drop um, Generation X, millennials, and Generation yeah. Zers, you know, the young people that are basically like 50 and lower, we are not staying at the same job like our parents and grandparents used to. You mm -hmm. know, like back in the day, it was like, you get a good job with good benefits, you get your promotions, and you get a good retirement. Right. And, and that's the dream. But now we're like, wait, no, if they're treating me wrong, if I don't like it, Absolutely. I should be able to do what I like. So Absolutely. we're seeing a decline in people staying at the same job for many years. Um, we're also seeing that people are not getting married and having kids as early as they used to. Mm-hmm. Um, we're seeing, which is a good thing, and I'm going to say this out loud because people don't share this enough, people are getting divorced at lower rates because yes. people are not getting married as frequent, and they're getting married later, and they're getting married for love. Yeah. It's not just about financial security and safety right. and who's going to take care of my kids. It's like, no, I love you, and can yeah. I put up with you? So that's something that's like going towards what we want and not just what we need. Mm -hmm. And 
lately I've just been saying a lot of stuff on YouTube and, and Instagram and TikTok about how to manifest and how to just make things yeah. come out of thin air. And, you know, I've been watching um, Abraham <laughs> Hicks and Esther Hicks yes. um, and other people I've been studying in that because I really do want to shift my mindset. Mm-hmm. So just so people know what we're talking about, we're talking about uh, manifesting and walking abundantly and living the life that you want. So before we get into that, tell the listeners who you are and what you do. So my name, um, I go by LJ because a lot of people can't say my name. So when you're on Instagram, you're like, (laughs) so, you know, my name is Lyanna Nett and um, I go by LJ just because people can't pronounce my name. But by trade, I'm a caseworker. I'm a case manager and I work for an amazing nonprofit here in the city of Houston. We are in the community, Um, but I am also a personal growth and development coach and um, I help individuals and small businesses identify troubling areas within their life whether it be business or personal, mm-hmm. and I help them formulate a plan to mm-hmm. kind of get over that and to move and to learn how to thrive. My saying is to learn how to pivot on the dribble, hey. right, because I'm a baller. Learn but how to pivot on, on the dribble, dribble right? Write that down. I like that. Um, but just really knowing how to thrive in every season regardless of their set mm-hmm. challenges and learning how to live on purpose. Um, making peace with their past. A lot of a lot of times we hear the saying, "What you neglect in your single season, mm-hmm. or in a in a season that you may be going through, will manifest itself mm-hmm. in the next season or within your business." Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so helping them identify those areas and formulating a plan mm-hmm. to help them get. It's over so it. funny. I, I do believe in synchronicity. Yes. Like timing. And as I yes. was on the way here, I shouldn't have been on my phone at the red light, but I just happened to see Coco Jones saying the same. Oh thing. yeah. She was just saying that. Uh-huh. Like, you know, look at the season that. You you're in and take right. it for what it is and what you have to learn right. from and stuff. But right. I do have to give you more flowers because you've been killing the game it. on Facebook and Instagram Trying with to, your honey. life coaching and just sharing your life hacks. And um, they've been really resonating with Thank me, you. right? And I just, I'm curious, what, did you have a defining moment where you were, where you were like, I'm going to be a life coach. I'm going to start mm. teaching people the things that I've learned. What was that moment where you were like, I need to do this? Well, in all honesty, I, I – um, did not think that I was a life coach. But ever since I was, um, you know, 19, I think I've always had that spirit amongst me that, you know, gave people wisdom and encouragement and mm-hmm. let them know that, you know, life is not always as bad, even though my life was going through hell. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I would say transitioning, really hitting rock bottom in 01 um, at the loss of my daughter mm-hmm. and understanding that I needed to be my biggest cheerleader and mm-hmm. I needed to stop um, engaging in things that were toxic for my life. Um, so really that pivotal moment happened in 01. Mm-hmm. Um, I really didn't start embracing it until 2014 where I started my company. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, and that at that moment I was like, okay, you're a life coach. I didn't know what I was doing, you know? So anybody that have ever worked with me, especially in medical, my office, my cubicle, my station on the floor was the go-to station mm-hmm. for people to come and uh, get sound advice. And it's like, you know, Hey, you with LJ, you know, or Lyann, um, you know, how can I go through about this or how do I uh, tap into resources? And I was a bucket load of resources. Mm-hmm. And I believe that, you know, honestly, I'm a woman of faith mm-hmm. um, and I believe God just gives you everything. But until you're ready to receive it sure. in that season, sure. you won't be able to tap sure, into that's it. Beautiful. Um, yeah. The fact that it seems like you're a personal loss and what you went through yeah. transforms you. But not only did it transform you, you probably started to see trends and see things around you. And yeah. like, let me share what I've learned and what yeah. I've gone through and my transformation with others. Absolutely. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. And I wanted to speak that out loud as well okay. because I know a lot of people truly suffer in silence, yeah. including myself. Absolutely. And we'll, we'll get to that later in the in the show. But that's beautiful that you share Thank what you, you 
went through and in your transformation with others. Yeah. So let's yeah. get to abundance, <laughs> right? Right. So you can have abundance in money, right? Which is what everybody wants, right? You can uh-huh. have abundance in relationships, whether they're friendships, romantic relationships. Um, you can have abundance in choices mm-hmm. in terms of, oh, I want that house or I want that car. I want that job. Right. So yeah. a lot of those things are tangible, but then you can have abundance in intangible things like abundance of joy and abundance happiness. of peace and right. happiness. Right. So just tell the listeners, what is abundance to you? Um, I think my, my first initial definition of abundance was the monetarial aspect of it, right? I need more of this. And if I had more of this, then I would be happier. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but as I got older and as I started to heal the areas of my own personal path, um, I knew that abundance was me being happy with myself. Mm -hmm. Right. And that opened the doors to other things. Mm -hmm. Um, so abundance is relative to what you, um, you know, what is true to your heart and what is near and dear to your heart. For me, it's just um, walking in my faith and my calling, making sure that I'm living unapologetically for myself Mm -hmm. and allowing the money to come Mm -hmm. when it is by me being my authentic Mm -hmm. self. So that's what Mm -hmm. abundance is That's good, being your authentic self. So let's talk talk about that. So (laughs) for spiritual people, like I'm spiritual, I, I, I believe in God as well, we call it a calling. Right. Yes, Some yeah. people may say it's your purpose, what you were born to do, predestiny, you know, all oh, the nine. names. Yeah. How did you know or how do you know that you're walking in your calling? Like, that's the thing when I'm doing this. Oh, that's an easy question. <laughs> Shout out to my girl, Nicole. She has most definitely through her platform has helped me with this. Um, when you can wake up every day and do what you do and not get paid for it. Yeah, but I've heard that, though. It is true. It is so true. It is so true. It is because, you know, um, I'm a personal growth and development coach, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, at first, I was giving, like, my knowledge away. Like, I was okay. just, like, take okay. the knowledge, and yeah. I was sowing the seeds. Yeah. And some people have the tendency of saying, you know, I want to be that seed sower, right? But I also want to be the one that prepares the ground, mm-hmm. waters it, and harvests mm-hmm. And as a woman of faith, you have to understand your positioning. Sometimes it's just me to sow a seed. I don't need to be the water. I don't need to oh, constantly give. Me to cry, girl. I'm serious, mm, honey. But you don't, good. and I don't have to harvest. I don't have to mm. be there at the end. Normally, the people uh, that come into my life, whether it be my clients through the county or just my own clients through my personal growth and development company, they always say, "You know what, Lion? I thank you for for showing me step by step of how to do something." Is because nobody has really sat down and mm. gave that to me, mm-hmm. and it's not about the ticket that's attached to it. Mm. It's about making sure that you're living out your purpose and your calling and that edification will come at mm-hmm. the end. Money will always follow. That's I promise good. you. So, oh, I'm getting a little emotional, but I'm not oh, going to cry on episode three. So for me, um, I don't, there's not necessarily a thing in yeah. terms of my calling, right? But what I do know is I'm a visionary. Mm-hmm. I have these visions and I'm like, I want to make it happen. Okay. I don't know what the ultimate vision that God is going to give me to see through, but I know that I um, am called to be a visionary and an inspiration. But with people like me, mm-hmm. they need people like you. And yeah. for a long while, I would have these ideas and these visions, mm-hmm. and it could be a lonely road. But when I learned to change my prayers and what I was manifesting and asking right. God for, instead of asking for strength and money and all those other, mm-hmm. other things, I started asking for support and guidance and putting people around me mm-hmm. to help me see the vision. Right. And lately I've been noticing that that's been happening. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. So, yeah. I so. think, you know, you touched on a couple of uh, different things that I see a lot. 
um, just within my life and with my client's life is we tend to shift what we're praying for. Pray for it all. Right. Mm. Pray for the abundance. Pray Mm -hmm. for the monetary. Pray for Mm -hmm. the shift in your career. Mm -hmm. Pray for, um, you know, that insight. Pray Mm -hmm. for it all. Mm -hmm. But don't hone in so much on um, on the outcome. Right. Pray for the obedience. So when it comes, you're not able you're you're not going to self-sabotage. Yeah, I self-sabotage so hot. Um <laughs> we all do. Yeah, and I guess you said pray for the obedience. What yeah. I hear you saying when you say that is when it comes, you know that that's it. Absolutely. Right? So 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 that's a, that's a great takeaway. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I've been learning on this journey of walking in abundance and wanting to manifest the life that I want is I have to shift my mindset. Mm -hmm. I've been studying, like I told you earlier, a lot of people on YouTube. I've been reading some books. Um, I've just been in study mode. Uh And what I've been learning about myself is that I have so many subconscious and unconscious negative thoughts. Some from childhood, some from teenage years, maybe middle school being bullied. Who knows, right? right? But I have all these unconscious and untrue beliefs about myself, my Mm -hmm. capabilities, and it wasn't until I realized I needed to be a little bit more positive that I started to see the shift. Right. Because I thought I was a positive person. But when I started challenging that, that unconscious stuff, yeah. that's once I started doing that, I started seeing a shift. So can you speak more about how you become more positive-minded or mm-hmm. how you get rid of all that blockage or all that negativity that we don't even know is within us? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. But I want to encourage you, one, you are a positive person. Yeah, I am. I am. Okay? I am. I you am. are a positive person, <laughs> but sometimes we have that disposition with ourselves mm-hmm. where we're not so kind with our words. Right. Um, and it has nothing to do with who you are as a person. Uh, it has everything to do with the things that you're subconsciously not tackling. So uh, are you in therapy? Is the, Yeah. Yeah. That's when I, that therapy was the first thing that I started doing when, when I noticed a mm-hmm. trend. I think the trend that I noticed, I was always apologizing. Oh, sorry for this. Sorry for this. And yeah. the therapist is like, why are you always apologizing? Like, you didn't, right. <laughs> you didn't do anything right. wrong. Right. And I was constantly like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Well, if I just, if I would have just did this, it would have right. been different. And she's like, so everything on earth is just your fault? Like, you could change everything. Right. You change the world. Safety. Like, everything is on you. Everything is on you. Yeah. Hey, okay, <laughs> so a so, so, uh, transparent moment. Mm-hmm. So shout out to my therapist, uh, Dr. Aldewan Tart. Um, he says that when things like that happen, you're erasing your emotions. You're erracing mm-hmm. your, um, mm-hmm. your, your thoughts and mm-hmm. you're putting someone else's thoughts ahead of your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why do you do that? Why that. do you feel like you're not worthy of your Feeling. emotions and your mm-hmm. feelings and stuff? So channel that to say, it's okay for me to feel the way that I'm feeling. Sure. It's okay for me to validate mm-hmm. my concerns. Mm-hmm. Right. But pinpoint, that was so good, girl, because mm-hmm. literally <laughs> I just had this conversation. Mm-hmm. And he's like, why do you do that? Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's crazy. It's because you could be the most amazing person to everybody else. <laughs> but behind closed doors, it's like you struggle with certain things. I, I didn't realize, struggled. like, and this is a little hurtful, too. Like, as nice as I am to other people, why am I so mean to myself? Like, just not right? giving myself the grace to right. feel the grace to be sad, the right. grace to be upset. Like, I can't remember the last time I felt upset and was like, that's right, you deserve to be upset because that person or that thing is Right, tagging it. I don't think I've ever just given myself that permission, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when we give ourselves that permission, we're able to kind of 
yeah. get to the the mindset that we want to get to faster. Right. Right. So I think no, no, sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but I think going back to the question that you asked me, how could someone produce that that extra positive mindset? Is identify it right? Put it in a bucket. You know, if someone um, does something to you, call it out. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to call it out. But in the same breath, be transparent and own your stuff, mm-hmm. right? And say, hey, listen, you know, and I always like to dissect with myself. And it's like, okay, let me filter this because if I could have done something better, if I could have mm-hmm. come at That's you right. better, mm-hmm. then it may not be, it may be not be time for me to address it because I need to deal with self. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to that point where you're really um, sitting with self and you have self-accountability for your own thoughts, your own words, your own actions, and you do everything unapologetically, you can then say, you know what? No, this is what it is. Right. (laughs) And start telling yourself that Mm -hmm. and holding yourself accountable. Mm -hmm. Um, but just shifting your mindset as far as, um, like, okay. So the other day, girl, I hate to say this, No, say it. (laughs) but the other day I was, I was going through a school zone and literally it was not even 745. It was 715. Okay. Got to the light. This woman rolls down her window and she wants to chastise me. And in my spirit, okay, it's a little bit spirit driven sometimes, girl, because I'm fleshly mm-hmm. sometimes. Sure. And I was just like, read the sign. The sign says 745 is 715. And she was just like, she was like, you just, you just want to be careful. I said, the next time that you try to like come at me, just read the sign. It's 715. It's not 745. Mm-hmm. And the key word is when flashing. Mm-hmm. They weren't flashing. Mm-hmm. And so I pulled off, and I hate to say it, the spirit convicted me mm. because it wasn't, even though I wanted to tell her in that, in that moment, hey, listen, you know, it's not 745, it's okay, I'll slow down. You know, I wanted to, he's like, you handled that all wrong. You know, and it wasn't me telling myself that I was mean in my words because at that moment I was like, oh, I'm right. <laughs> right but the spirit's like no you handle that wrong yeah right but in order for you to get to that understanding you have to be already walking with god or walking and being in tune with spirit in mm-hmm. order to even get that connection. not necessarily really not necessarily because this is the thing i'm a woman of faith so i anchor down on my word and how god convicts me right mm-hmm. you may not be a woman of faith yeah no but i i feel like even for people that are not not spiritual or not in faith, mm-hmm. the spirit or the universe, whatever you want to yeah. call it, will send you things. And if you're in tune, you'll hear it. But if you're not in tune, it's like, oh, that's okay. where the self accountability comes yeah. in. You yeah. can't, you can't keep on stepping in your own stuff and yeah. expect it to change, right? Yeah. So that's that's even if you're not a person of faith, it's owning your own stuff, right? right? And so allowing that to constantly keep on building mm-hmm. when you're owning it on a regular basis and you're you're dissecting it, you'll get into the habit. It's practice. Mm-hmm. Practice doesn't make perfect. It just right. makes consistency. That's right. right. All right, all right. We're talking some good stuff. Right. This is episode three of the Listen Clearly podcast. I have Miss LJ here. We're talking about walking in abundance. And what I'm learning is it takes a lot of unpacking first yeah. before you can build a habit. Yeah. So let's let's have a little manifestation one-on-one okay what does it mean to manifest something for those people that are late to the party get up and do it okay that's how you're going to manifest it it's Mm -hmm. if you don't if you don't get up and change your life it's not going to change if you don't get up and (laughs) 
get up. I mean, fail. Get up and try and fail. Try mm, and fail. Try and fail. Good. Try and fail. That's right. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't that's be good. afraid of the no. Don't be afraid of the not now seasons. Is because that preparation is going to prepare you for where you're going. So don't, you know, I, I just, I, I said this the other day, people are afraid of rejection, mm-hmm. right? My issue uh, growing up was abandonment. My mm-hmm. father was, you know, absent. My mother mm-hmm. was trying to do the best that she could mm-hmm. with what she had. Mm-hmm. And so therefore I was always afraid of the no. Mm-hmm. What if they say no? Okay. I didn't understand that that no leads to a yes. Sure. Right. And if that person says no, that person may not be connected to where you're going. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why they say no. So mm-hmm. don't fear the no, lean into it right. and say, okay, it's no for you. My life is still going to go on. I'm still going to pay my bills. I'm still going to thrive. Mm-hmm. That's that speaking positivity into yeah. your mind. The no hurts. And I it think does. a lot of people, a lot of people don't, they know that the no hurts and yeah. they don't want to. They don't even want to try it because they don't want to deal with that temporary pain. Right. Right. I think I think for me is like when you hit rock bottom, Mm -hmm. there's nothing left to lose. Right. Mm -hmm. You just don't care anymore. Like you're just you're just like, okay, it is what it is. It's another no, another notch. I felt convicted because Mm -hmm. I'm the type of person where people would tell me, oh, I want to be a singer. I want to be a doctor. I want to be this and that. Mm -hmm. I'll start a business. And I'm like, well, do it, girl. All you have to do is do it. Just try. Yeah. And I was like, well, Stacey, what about you? What about your goals? What about the content (laughs) you want to create? What about the kids you want to help? Right. So that trial and error piece is a big deal. Right. You know, for me, manifestation is obviously seeing what you want visualizing yourself in that mm-hmm. position, but you can't just sit there. Right. You know, and it does take that trial and error to get to the next step, but mm-hmm. a lot of people are not willing to try. I've yeah. met people who even said, I want to be on American Idol. Beautiful voices. Yeah. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do it. And they don't. Like, you Why? Know, so. Why don't you? What's What's the fear? But that goes again to back to our childhood. When you're not healing the areas of your heart mm-hmm. and your soul, mm-hmm that have been unattended to for so long mm-hmm. that you have constantly put a blanket over and said, I'm not going to deal with it. So I'm just going to live. But um, that's why I use the word thrive. You just don't want to live. Living is just existing in this world. Mm-hmm. You want to thrive. Yeah. And you, and, and you can do more. Um, yeah. Which is kind of what I've been going through this year, you know, mm-hmm. for a long while. Yeah. You know, working and, and just living this life. But after my campaign, um, Mm -hmm. my political campaign, I went through a lot of emotional and mental stress. And I would even say depression. Right. Right. And it it, to that rock bottom point, I had to sit and say, well, Stacey, what do you want? Right. What do you want to do? And it got me to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to live boldly. I don't care if I'm posting stuff. It gets one like a thousand, ten. I'm I'm doing it for me. You so consistent. Right. And I. Oftentimes I, and I know a a lot of other people too, they worry about what other people think so much. They avoid trying to do whatever it is they want to do. They Mm -hmm. avoid sending the email. They avoid making the call or going to see whatever house. They just don't. They're just so afraid of that rejection. It hasn't even happened yet. Right. But we can visualize the rejection so clearly in our minds, but not the success. The worst outcome. The worst, not the positive outcome, not the best outcome, not what we desire. We always go to the worst. Can I, do you, and, and, and for my people that are not black, that's okay. Listen, clearly it's for you too. I don't care <laughs> what color you are. Like, right. But I want to ask you that. Why do we do that? Is it like a cultural thing? Um, are we always thinking the worst? Like always. Like, like, like real deep? 
It's genetic. It's in our DNA, right, from our ancestors of what the fear is, right? I I think that that's in our bloodline. But I also believe that um, it's conducive to your household. Sure. Um, It's because it first starts is, um, do I tell my mom I got this F or do I wait for her to get the report card? That fear that we put on ourselves is because we have to attach it to some type of outcome. Mm -hmm. And the first time that we brought home a bad report card, Mm -hmm. right, some of us probably got the brakes beat off of us, Mm -hmm. right? And we were told that we're not applying ourselves Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're lazy, you're this, you're that, Mm -hmm. if your parents spoke those harsh words Mm -hmm. to you. Um, And that transferred into our adulthood where that's where we think what we think about ourselves is where mm-hmm. you have females that struggle with eating disorders and mm-hmm. uh self-conscious and self self-esteem issues mm-hmm. self-worth issues mm-hmm. and all of that stems for i'm buying you these jeans and they're not fitting like you're getting a little bit of weight right you need you need to do this you need to do that and our parents don't necessarily understand that words hurt Bad. right <laughs> yeah. they they rip you to the core mm-hmm. Um, and, um, for, this is for all the people that are struggling with, uh, their mothers. Let's just talk about mother daughter relationships for a second. This is because amongst our community, we just have that struggle Mm -hmm. with our mothers. Mm -hmm. And if you're blessed to have an amazing relationship with your mother, hold on to it because Mm -hmm. there are a lot of women out here that don't have that, Mm -hmm. that go to why is this because if you grew up in a single parent household, mom was robbing Peter Payne. Paying Doing Paul everything. and hoping that Sam doesn't come and repossess her Doing car, everything. right? Yeah. And so, therefore, that emotional connection was neglected, not by choice, no room, but by force, mm-hmm. right? I have no. Sure. They're eight hours in the day, sure. right? Work, work day, mm-hmm. right? 20, you can't feel you from can't. an empty cup, yeah, yeah. yeah. like that yeah. whole that whole module, right? But um, you know, for for us, when it comes to that that self doubt and talking. Mm-hmm. It stems from our childhood. Yeah. Those words on the playground. Yeah. I don't like that dress. Yeah. I think for me, I mean, my mom and dad did a great job of not necessarily, um, for the most part, didn't really put a lot of undue pressure on me. But Mm -hmm. I, I... when I try to search, where did this pressure come from? Right. A lot of it came from school. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of it came from friends. I think I went, I was lucky. I went maybe kindergarten through sixth grade Mm -hmm. without getting really chastised or bullied or critiqued in a really negative way. But when it happens, baby, when it happens, it's just, I still remember the words from Mm -hmm. 1998. Right. Right. And now that I'm thinking, why do I have these certain beliefs about myself and my capabilities? It stems Mm -hmm. from that. And I think what I keep hearing in this conversation is if you don't do that work if you don't do the unpacking yeah. you won't manifest the life you won't you won't, you won't walk in this abundance it'll be because, a hindrance yeah, it it'll be, be a roadblock for you yeah. and i and i mean the most successful women oh yeah right mm-hmm. it it's it, it doesn't stop when you climb that professional ladder or mm-hmm. that educational ladder you got mm-hmm. your doctorate but you're secretly telling yourself you're not worthy so let me speaking of the successful women mm-hmm. thing and I, like I said listen clearly is for everyone yes but I mean I'm a black woman so that's the lens I see life through right, right. and Kamala Harris right our vice yes. president one of the most successful women in our world right I, I got some intel that she's not the nicest mm-hmm. when she's you know in the oh, not too. even in the Oval Office but just navigating in general that space yeah I heard that and too. part of me wanted to criticize her but an, but another part of me was like, how did she get all the way to be the vice president of the United States as an Indian, Jamaican, Jamaican Indian, right. American woman? Right. 
she probably feels like she has to be that way because nobody allow her to be soft or allow her to just be herself yeah. and just allow her to yeah. just cry. That feminine energy. Just allow her uh-huh. to walk in her feminine energy, yes. right? So she can be more balanced. Yes. You know? And I just, I think a lot of, to your point, successful women, successful men, we just don't give ourselves that 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 space. So. Yeah, and so I, I just want to give a tip of how you can get to the point of speaking those positive words to mm-hmm. yourself, how you can start affirming yourself on a daily basis. Write down the negative words mm-hmm. that have been talked to you, that were spoken to you. I don't right? like doing that. No, honey, you got to get them it's off hard. of you. It's hard. You got to get them off of you. Let me tell you, let me tell you, six forty. let me tell you. I bought a <laughs> did you just do that? book for shadow work. Yeah. And I did exactly what you said. It... <laughs> It made me feel so bad. I don't uh-huh. even know where that book is. Burn I don't the book. Burn the book. So write it and. Write it and burn it. Ooh. Okay. So there was a point in time. So wait, do you write it and then burn it? Or do you write it, read it, and then burn it? No, you don't reread it. Don't. Okay. Because that's what I you're up. doing is you're, you're getting it off of you, right? It's getting the monkey off of your back, right? Got it. Sorry. No, let me not use the monkey because I don't want. No, no. You, I, me, got right? you. I got you. That's but, a track term. Right, right, right. right. You I got, got you. it? Okay. The bear so, on your back. Yeah. So if you if you get that 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 weight off of you, mm. you don't want to put the weight back on you. By rereading it, you're replaying it. That is where I messed up. Okay. okay, so you I'm put internalized right. back. Yes, over okay. no, you're like, okay, well, do I go back and change this word because that's not the right? No, you get it out, get it mm-hmm. off of you, mm-hmm. get it off of you, and then what you're going to do, you're going to burn it. There was used to be a time where people say, okay, write a letter to someone that has hurt you, mm-hmm. mail it and send it to them, right? But why? Why transfer that energy when that right. energy is not going to be transferred? So you want to transfer that negative energy off of you. And then you're a woman of faith, right? Pray over it. Mm-hmm. Lord, take these words from me. Amen. Right? And then burn it. Get mm-hmm. rid of it. I'm no longer going to subscribe to this season of my my past, right? Because mm-hmm. you can't carry all the seasons with yeah, you. Yeah, I carry a lot of stuff from yeah, my past. Yeah, you can't. So just write it down. Write it down, you know, get it off of you, and then burn it. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, y'all. This is getting juicy. This is episode three of Listen Clearly. I'm talking with Miss LJ. She is giving us tools on how to walk in abundance and live a beautiful life. So yeah. we're heading towards the last segment. And I feel like I've been trying to give you your flowers. You've all, been given to me. Hour. I love them, girl. Thank but you. I have, I have another one to share with you. Okay. And how you help me personally. Oh. So, um don't make me cry, girl. You're not gonna cry. Okay. I, I'm gonna try not to cry. Okay. But um when I ran for state board of education, you know, it was it was tough. Um there was a primary and yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't expected to even make it past the primary. I mean I'm 34. The next person closest to me was fifty two mm-hmm. and then on up, right? All right, but Which, give us the victory. No, no. Let me uh-huh. let me. This is my process. Okay. Let me let me okay. get it out. Let me get it out. Okay. So, when I made it to the runoff, I was like, okay, great. And then it was a very um, challenging runoff. Yeah. And the last week of the runoff, some things went down that just took me aback. Right. Yeah. So, um, so much so that on May twenty fourth, when I won the election, that was still weighing on my heart mm-hmm. and. Um, the kids had just got slaughtered in Uvalde, which right. I can't bear. I can't even talk about that. Yeah, we just not, gonna stop that's right there. Crazy. So, I felt very bad. I felt bad, but yeah. you know, months later, I'm like, "Girl, you just won a statewide election, right? In a state you're not even from. Are you kidding me? People right. do not do that, right? Yeah, so, like, unheard of. 
first of all, we can have a whole nother podcast about giving yourself <laughs> compliments and like self love. We yes. can have a whole conversation yes. about that. But I felt bad. Mm. And I even felt so bad that when I posted whatever I posted about winning the election, I talked about feeling bad. Yeah. And you challenged me and you said, Hold on. <laughs> you can grieve. Okay. You know what happened to Uvalde was bad, but you deserve this. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for. Oh, I'm trying not to cry. Don't cry, honey. You're I'm not. Cry. I'm not. I'm not. I'm trying not to cry because yeah. this is just episode three. Woo! <laughs> but thank you. You You're know, because I often, and my therapist taught me this as well, and you just confirmed it. I don't give myself the opportunity to enjoy right. and celebrate like a lot of other black women or a lot of other black men. Like, yeah. just sit down. You did it. Sit in the enjoy. Wind. Yeah. Sit in it. And you. Miss LJ were the one that kind of convicted me and told yeah. me that. So thank you. You're welcome. How can we let other people do that same thing for themselves or for themselves? Or for themselves? For um, oh God, you know, that's a hard thing is because one, we self-sabotage and we don't feel like we are deserving of what we're walking yeah. into. Why? Um, again, it, it's just because you're not worth, you don't feel like you're worthy. Right. And well, I, it, it, it could be it could be a whole host of yeah. things. What I see a lot within, my, let me just go back and be transparent with sure. myself, right? I did not feel that I was worthy of being loved, of, of having someone stay around and stick around because mm -hmm. I was abandoned as mm -hmm. a child, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I felt. Mm -hmm. um, it was only until I decided for myself that that validation did, didn't have to come from the sources that I was seeking it from mm -hmm. because it gave me what they had in them. Right. Sometimes we, of course. sometimes we look for that level of validation and people only can give you what's in them. They don't have right. the capacity to give you anything else. Mm -hmm. um, so once I realized that I started changing the way that I view my life and I started changing the way that I talked to myself and I showed up for myself and I can't expect anybody to, um, understand my journey, right? They have to respect it. Mm -hmm. But for me, it was just like, I needed to live my life for myself, mm -hmm. unapologetically, mm -hmm. absence of my kids, um, but making mm -hmm. sure that uh, when you get to the point of, hey, I need this for myself, mm -hmm. and you do that, regardless of how someone feels, it's okay mm -hmm. if you're not understanding it's okay if you're not going to support me mm -hmm. but I need this for myself mm -hmm. and do that unapologetically yeah right mm -hmm. and that 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 word I use so often is because people don't do it we're more people pleasers. like oh my god yeah, what are you what are you gonna say. what are you gonna say what are you gonna how yeah. are you gonna feel how are you gonna treat me I don't care at yeah. this point point. and we're also taught to be like others first which, yes. And I'm not, I'm not, for those people that are servant leaders and others first and you give to the community, me too. Great. No, yeah. But, but self though. No, but, but self. Servanthood is, is serving yourself as well. Why Correct. are you absence of being served? You can't serve from an empty right. cup. That's what I've learned. This you is not that, that overflow, <laughs> right? And when God talks about that overflow blessing, he's not talking about pouring from a full cup. He's saying, I'm filling you up. And everything else that comes out of your cup, they That's will right. benefit off of. That's good. But that doesn't mean that I'm depleted, right? So Which as he's pouring, there's a hole in the bottom, like, no, ma'am. That's good. No, ma'am. You know, good. so being a servant uh, is very selfless, right? Mm -hmm. But it's not selfish to self. 
Right. Okay. So you cannot be selfish to who you are as an individual and constantly pour into everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's because ministry is your first, family is your first ministry, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Why am I not family? Right. To myself. Right. right? And then I think it'll cause a level of resent too. When you're yeah. like empty and you're pouring out, you start resenting yourself for doing and that. Other and everybody else and other people. Becoming yeah. bitter, right? Mm-mm. No, ma'am. So... This is good. Um, <laughs> I just have two more questions for you. Yeah, shoot. Um, what have you seen throughout your journey of being a life coach, a personal development coach that just constantly is holding people back? Lack of knowledge. Knowledge on just life. Knowledge on life. Yeah, I saw you talking knowledge about knowledge on life. You were mad. People wanted those. Uh, people wanted to uh, get approved for the SBA loans. They didn't want to act. Yeah, right. okay. So they didn't want to submit they, all that documents. My gosh, that I, is look, like, I am people. <laughs> That I, but see, God put people yeah. in my life who are like, no, Stacey, we're going to sit on this Zoom call. Yeah. Shout out to Jessica and shout out to Ramika. We're going to sit on this Zoom call and you're going to tell me everything about everything until right. you have it organized. Right. So, you, um, okay. So, for me, for me, the, the biggest thing is I, I, I loathe willful ignorance. Like, if you, mm. and, and for me, it's just like if you choose not to grow, that's up to you. Yeah. Right. But if you choose not to grow, you have zero right to get mad at people that are growing. Right. Zero right. For people asking of uh, giving you expectations and setting boundaries and all that, because you're choosing not to grow. But if you're choosing to grow, yes, I can meet you where you are. See, but when when you hear growth, though, growth don't always feel good. No. But I think when you hear growth, you think, oh, yeah, I'm growing. I'm growing in the Lord. Are you really? I'm growing. But it's like, come (laughs) on. Are you really, though? It hurts. It's kind of, it it can be embarrassing. Right. It can be tough. Yes. It it requires discipline. Yes. It requires listening. It requires requires, um, humbling yourself because you don't know everything. And... Yeah. Yeah. So I think I think for me, it's just the the lack of knowledge. I think people don't grow because they choose that. And we're taught not to ask stupid questions. Right. And I tell my clients all the time, no question that is that that is going to be dumb. Right. So if you don't ask it, that's the only way that it's going to be dumb because I don't Mm -hmm. know it. Right. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid to ask a question is because then I can go ahead and I give you the tips and I can give you the tools and I can give you the resources so you can thrive on your own. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, no, that that's you hear me say that. Please read. All right. y'all, You heard that. Please, please. Don't don't come in Miss LJ's office. We're from ignorance. Do not ask questions. All right. (laughs) Please ask questions. And the last thing I want to know is if you just had this huge megaphone and you yeah. wanted to tell the listeners on Listen Clearly on your platforms, just the, the world, what, what mm-hmm. do you want to tell people? God, live on purpose, thrive in every season, regardless of your set challenges, mm-hmm. and be unapologetically of who you are. That's good. Own your past. Lay lay your demons to rest, mm-hmm. and I hate to use that word demons because not a lot of people resonate with that. Yeah, but your skeletons or and your, your problems, your, your problems, issues. right? Yeah. Your mm-hmm. problems, your issues. Open that closet, expose them all, because then therefore nobody has any place to attack you because you have Amen. laid peace with past. That's good, right? That's good, and 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 that's to echo that. Mm. If I could share one thing about walking in abundance. Abundance can be all of ours. Yes. It's not just for a few. Absolutely. Every single person. You don't have to have a certain amount of money or a certain amount of degrees. Absolutely. You don't have to look a certain way. Abundance can be everybody's. Yes. But it takes self-reflection. Yes. It's not going to be you just wake up and you're abundant. It's going to take some 
work. Some work. But you are worthy of it. Yes. Everybody is worthy of it, not because of what you've done, but because you're born. You're, Absolutely. You're so Absolutely. It was wonderful. I love you, honey. <laughs> I love you, I love girl. You, keep, on the, drinks, keep on making magic. Dinner, everything. You too. <laughs> this has been episode three of the Listen Clearly podcast. You are here with Miss Lion Nanette, a.k.a. Miss LJ, AKA. life and personal development coach and nonprofit superstar here in Houston, Texas. And now we're going to have some music. So stay tuned. Don't log off. What's up, what's up, everyone? It's Stacy here. Welcome to Listen Clearly. We have our musical guest for episode three, Mr. <laughs> Sans Hulao. What's up, Sans? Hey, what's going on? What's going how on? How you doing? Thank you good, for good. joining us. You y'all see how uh Alpha men dress, okay? The men at Alpha Phi <laughs> Alpha, they don't they don't come to play, okay? You yeah, see he's yeah. suited and booted. Yeah. I yeah. see every, well, everybody wanted to dress up. That's when I wanted to dress down, but that's all right, because it's about saying too loud tonight. Hey, thanks uh -huh. for having me. I didn't know how well, you know what? I just want to say this. Um it's been a very busy week for me. This music stuff has really been kicking off. And awesome. I want to thank you for inviting me to be on your platform to share my music with your audience, man. I think this is really dope. And I was like, man, I can't miss this <laughs> at all. I got to go to St. Louis tomorrow. But I was like, I got to make sure if I do before I go to St. Louis, I got to come here and rock yes. out. You know why? Because you're walking in abundance. You're walking yeah. in your purpose. That's what we Definitely were talking about. Definitely walking in abundance. So we're going to have Mr. Santuloud perform his single, Chicago Lagos love song. All yeah. right. So what inspired this song? Uh I used to be the promoter at H2O on okay. Richmond. Uh -huh. So 
I was responsible for making them like as big as how they were, but it was very Nigerian influence sure. with the owners and all sure. that. So I started like tapping into these uh, Afro beats or whatever. And I'm sure. like, damn, why don't Americans? No, Afro beats is lit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I jam it, but I don't know what they're saying. But I'm like, why right. don't Americans tap in? Use so, the Afro beat sound. And then put my, God. so I was like, let me do an Afro beat song and put my spin on it. Well, where's Chicago? Where did the Chicago reference come from? Because I'm from Chicago. All right, all right. Shout out Shot Town. Yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. So, without further ado, uh, well, you can share your uh, platform before we go. With yeah, Sand Too Loud on everything. S A N D the number two loud on everything. Y'all follow me. It's on YouTube, um, iTunes, Title, Spotify, Amazon, all that. All right. Uh, without further ado, we will have Mr. Sand Too Loud perform yeah, Chicago back on. Legos. Love song Put in his on the swag out. Swag on out. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, just play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Said too loud. Yeah. 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 Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nothing in this bitch mood till I say so. I'm out in Tulum with the pesos. All about my cheese like queso. Real bad ting, and she says she from Legos. She beat the swag in the base of bravado. Skinny get money, nigga from Chicago. Body shaped like a cold bottle. Swallow, looking like a glass of Moscato. I smell good, it's the Izzy Miyagi cologne. Gave her my name and number, she put it in the phone. She sent me a text, I sent it right back. Let's go to dinner, we can end with a cake cap. I told her I ain't nothing like the mother man. She didn't ask if I been to the motherland. I said I have not. Yeah. Yeah, yo, yo, you should let me cuff you Be the one to love you Everything you want in a man is in me I give you all of my protection Pay me in affection Everything you want in a man is in me Chicago Legos love song Chi-town Chicago Legos love song Lagos, Chicago Lagos love song. Yeah, Chicago Lagos love song. Yeah, saying too loud. Yeah. I like that. Hey, you got a lot of stage presence, okay? Yeah, I be trying. You were gonna rock out the podcast studio. Man, can you teach me the chorus again? Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, you know, I'm just trying to teach myself how to sing. It kind of so. sounds like a spin on uh, Mario. It is. I took right, it. Right. I said, "You should let me cuff you, be the one that love you. Everything you want in the man is in me. I give you all of my protection. Pay me in affection. Everything you want in the man is in me." All right. Chicago Legos love song. All right, saying yeah. too loud. Hey, you for you to just learn how to sing, you on pitch. I'm trying like to teach it. myself. I'm trying because I got awesome. a, I got a very deep and raspy but voice. You know, so I gotta good. do what's best for me. You know what I'm saying? All right. All right. Black Elvis. <laughs> this has been listening clearly saying too loud, episode three. Yeah. Until next week. Peace. In the stand. <laughs>